Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about being in the season of your natal Chiron. And the idea for this sparked because... I was just looking at, okay, the episode that went up last was the using astrology as like an adulting tool. And I feel like when I, w- I went over like I, good stuff in there, uh, like how astrology can be used within the adulting process. But I was thinking feel like the point that I wanted to like get across like didn't fully come across and when I do podcasting I don't uh plan what I'm gonna say I just start talking and like complete full Gemini status I don't know so what I'm trying what I want to get at in this episode so the reason I'm talking about the season of your natal Chiron is because for me my Chiron is in Libra and I'm recording this in Libra season. So my Chiron is at Libra at 26 degrees. Um, and the 26 degree thing is like very special. I mean, it's always important to look at your degrees. And then for me, it's in the fourth house. And the reason I say the degree is a special for, for me is because my rising is cancer at 26 and then my descendant is it's obviously it's like directly opposite your rising your ascendant so mine's capricorn 26 and then i have chiron right at the bottom of my chart a libra 26 and i almost have like this t-square and then the release would be aries and uh but when you go on like astro.com and stuff it won't show unless you click in the settings for it to show aspects from your ascendant and descendant and things like that but uh Chiron comes through a lot for me in like everyday stuff because there's a square to my ascendant and descendant so like my ascendant is just like literally the view my view of the world and and things like that everyone's view of the world is is your ascendant I describe it as like the glasses you put on so when like Chiron is squaring that view and those glasses every day there's like there's a there's a thing there. So I'm talking about the season of natal Chiron because I'm in the season of my natal Chiron. I feel like there should even be a series because I did the season of your North Node and like the season of you'll just feel different things. I I think you'll feel different things in your chart come through more when you're in the season of it. If that makes sense, because the sun will hit it and just like activate it a bit. And if we think of like the sun as this like consistent energy that just is always moving and moves one degree a day and it goes through you know all the 12 signs in a year and we can rely on it like it's very consistent to do that there's a like the sun is this like bright light and so when the sun conjuncts 
with anything in your chart, it will shine a light on that energy. And so when we're talking about Chiron, I should explain what Chiron is. Chiron is an asteroid and it is known as like the wounded healer in mythology. And it basically is like this point that can feel painful for us. But at the same time, it's like, how can we use that pain that comes from like past life or current life and like move through it? And it's almost like we have to move through it to heal. Like we have to acknowledge the wound for it to heal. Um, and so this when the sun shines light on Chiron, it can be potentially painful. And so what I, the message I want to get across from this, because from the last one, it was like using astrology as an adulting tool. The reason why I think I really gravitated towards using astrology to like help me in my early 20s because I discovered it in a Saturn square which I'm going to do another episode on like the Saturn square thing or the Saturn cycles is because I was like okay where do I start with this so for me I have like anyone born I don't know the exact anyone born 1997 or 90 oh some people might have it in Scorpio, 90, 95, 96, 97. I'd have to like Google the dates right now, but uh, anyone who has Chiron and Libra, it's considered the like relationship wound. So like there's a wound there where there's either a complete avoidance or I almost want to use the word like a meshment with it when it comes to relationships with others. So there can be like you avoid relationships or you don't like getting close to people or it's the complete opposite. Like there's a strong codependency. You always need to be in a relationship. You don't want to be alone and it'll go um, one of either way. And I, um, what I've noticed just recently, like I'm recording this at age 26 and there's people now getting like engaged, getting married and all of that. 20s are the weirdest freaking ever because everyone's at like different stages in life and we move at different paces but some of the people that I know who are getting married and getting engaged they've been together for like seven or eight years and when you think okay I'm 26 years old and they're also 26 and they've been together like they've been with this person for like eight years I'm like they've been together since they were 18 I'm like that's wild they grew up with that person like they were not single in their 20s they were not single in their adulting and growing up stage like they grew up with that person and so there's a lot of people that I went to high school with that are like still together or like it's just it it, it's mind-blowing to me um and it's just to me it's just crazy and then I just think because I know the astrology and if they were born in 1997 I'm like oh the Chiron and Libra um and then it makes me think though I've tried I've tried to get my boyfriend to like do a podcast episode with me he technically did one when he like wasn't my boyfriend but I've removed it because it was like it was a third third or fourth episode on here but I like replaced it because it just the audio quality was so bad but uh, I want him to come on here to do like an episode with me about like synastry astrology and like composite or composite. I don't know which way you say it. Those charts as well. And he doesn't want to do it. And he's being very, he's being a stubborn Taurus, but that's fine. But it makes me think like these people that I know who have been together like seven, eight years. And then it makes me think that 
when I was 17, 18 years old, even like 16, I knew who my boyfriend was and he liked me, but I wasn't interested in dating anybody when I was in, like when I was a teenager, like I didn't want to embark on a relationship. (laughs) I was very like into school and like getting into university and getting good grades so I get a job and, you know, I take things very seriously. And then now I know I'm like, oh, I have Saturn in my 10th house. Like I'm very, very goal focused. And in my mind, I was like, boys are just going to distract me from my goals and I'm never going to let a man get in the way of what I want and like all of these things. And um, I just, I also witnessed stuff like my mom did because my parents got divorced when I was little. So like I witnessed my mom have a few different boyfriends and I just always kind of watched her like fall and then get hurt for, from guys or like put all of her energy onto like the men not her like her work necessarily and I I don't know I just I was so baffled by it because I was like how can like my mom this you know independent woman who like has this you know great paying job as like a social worker and like the government which you're gonna burn out from that it's not that you know long term but it's like you know a good paying job with you know being a single mom single income family raising her two kids but like she's so dependent on this idea that like she needs a man or she needs to be in a relationship and it's just like she felt almost incomplete without it and it was just so awful to see that as like a kid so then I just had this mindset of like no I will never be like that (laughs) I will never be like um I don't say dependent on a man, but like that longing or that like I'm incomplete without somebody kind of energy. Like, so in my mind, I was just completely avoidant of any sort of relationship until I was like almost 23, like a few months before I turned 23. Like I avoided completely like all kinds of just the dating relationships, all of that, because I was like, I I just didn't see it really work out in you know, the person who raised me, like, her favor at all. Now that I know astrology, my mom's a Libra rising, and it explains, like, quite a bit there. And it's just, but then also, like, what I just said about, like, my Chiron being in Libra in the fourth house, it's, like, a weird mom wound or, like, family wound or, like, the women in my life. And so the South Node recently, like, uh, went over my Chiron, like, at 26 degrees, and I spent the day with like my grandma that day and like it wasn't planned. And I was like, okay, there's something here with like the lineage of women. And cause like my grandma was married like three times. Um, she had relationships with like abusive alcoholic men. Um, my grandma, the triple Scorpio, she's 87 now. Her life, like if she, if she described it, it almost sounds like a movie it's like insane she my grandma had seven children and I I honestly don't know how her body like still stands like the power of the human body is crazy there and so I I found it interesting that when the south node hit the chiron like my chiron I thought I was gonna have like an argue argument with my mom or like some kind of bad thing was gonna happen with um like something in my family but it wasn't I just like spent the day with my grandma and I talked to her and it was just very nice and I was like okay I'm like I need to actually spend like more time with family and like talking to them getting to know different things and diving deeper with it but it's just like 
<clears throat> oh, my throat chakra is like blocking a little bit as I talk about this, but it's like very much, yeah, it's like this weird relationship wound. Cause like, if I look at everybody, a lot of the women in my family, cause the fourth house can also be like women like in your family. Um, nobody in my opinion has had like success with relationships for a variety of different reasons. So the reason I say like astrology helped me adult is because I can look at people in my family and I love my family. They're nice human beings, right? Do they make great choices? No, but are they nice people with good hearts? Absolutely. I love them dearly, but I look at a lot of them and I go, I don't want to live life and end up like you. Like no offense. I just don't like, I don't want to be like anybody in my family. And I'm, I'm focusing on like the women in my family right now. I have more aunts um, than uncles, but like my mom's side and all, oh, it's just like, it's like, no, I don't want to be like any of you. And then like my dad's side, I like my dad's side more. Um, but still like, I love them, but like, I don't want to be like them. Like there's just things that they've done in their life that I just don't want for myself. Like I'll give examples. Like my one aunt has been like a commuter for work for 25 years for a corporate job in Toronto, right? She makes amazing money. She owns a house in like a good city. She's really built stuff for herself. Um, she's also a Scorpio, a little more material, um, like with the nice things, like it's what the corporate consumerism culture does to you. And I look at her and I love my aunt. She's wonderful. But I'm just like, I could never like no amount of money is worth that stress and the toll that I see it's taking on her physically and mentally. Um, my one aunt almost like followed in the footsteps of my grandma by marrying someone who was um, abusive alcoholic and so obviously <laughs> no I don't wish that on anybody and nobody should go through that so then there's that and I'm like Ugh, you know like don't want that to happen and then my mom like got married because she just wanted to have kids and it's like so she just married who you know my mom got married at 33 to my dad and like it was immediately like let's start having kids it took like a year and a half and then there was me and then my brother came after, and then then there was divorce. And it was like, that's why you don't get married just to have kids. It's kind of like if you want to have kids, like find a different way to do that without getting married. Like to me, that's like not like the good a good reason to get married. And then my grandma just like immigrating to Canada and all this stuff. And like the way her life was, it's I just obviously I don't want that for myself either. And so, I don't know. And then, yeah, my my dad is, uh, he's special. I know his his chart now. We have the same south node, and he's so in his south node in Pisces. Like, he's in his own little world completely. It's like, but he's he's very nice. It's just like, he's in la-la land most of the time. It's, it's so interesting to observe. But yeah, he's not in his North Node at all. And it's 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 good to see that in a way because then I'm like, okay, this is what happens to you when you're not in your like North Node promise and you're stuck in your South Node. It's like, to me, it doesn't look like that much of a fulfilling, happy life experience. So the reason I like when I found astrology and really connected with it in 2019, like deeply, it was a Saturn square for me. So I was like 21 22 and 
I was like, this is the tool I'm going to like use to help me navigate how I want to live my life because there's nobody around me in my immediate family who I want to teach me about anything. So I'm going to teach myself and I'm going to use this tool to do it. And it has been helpful and healing to do. And really, that's, I feel like I could have just said that sentence um, probably at the beginning of this, but at the, in the other episode to say like, when you don't know where to turn to, because there's like, you don't have the people you like, not even the people you want, but like, you don't feel like there's people who can help guide you or you don't want their guidance because you're like, mm-hmm. um, like we turn to different things. And I feel like I've seen this, a lot of people turn to like religion right as like a thing I grew up Catholic though 14 years in Catholic school system I'm I'm not going to turn to religion um but I turned like for me it was spirituality and astrology but then if I look at my astrology chart like it was it's it's so like it's just like eventually at some point in my life it was always going to go to spirituality or astrology or something in the in the realm, like a different realm of then reality. Um, it could, it could have been religion, like looking at my chair, like I could have gone down a religious, but it, to me, religions feel so restrictive and like, like in a bad way. Right. I mean, it's different than like having consequences for actions. You know, some people have said that's why they think astrology is like whatever, because there's like, there's no consequences, blah, blah, blah. But it's like astrology is not religion. It's just like a language and it's just like it's like a helpful tool. Religion isn't really a tool. Religion is a a thing that, you know, they kind of like I personally feel like they like box you in on things. But uh, yeah, that's a whole other episode if we get into that. But I believe in God, but just like not necessarily all the Catholic stuff that I was taught my whole life but I think I do think it's good though to be grow up with some kind of religion around you because it does show you different things and and provides like an education in a way of like a way the world can operate but I do think that as you age you should question things and find your own path in a sense and if it aligns with what you grew up with cool if it doesn't like there's nothing holding you to it so yeah but being in the season of your natal Chiron can, that was just like the one download that came through for me was like, I use astrology to guide me because I don't want to be like my family. So I'm not going to go to them. And like, that's where part of my, my like wound is. And so I, yeah, I'm the fourth last day of Libra season, October, like 19th or 20th we'll see what the sun shines light like directly on top of the chiron but and see the area of healing that comes through but yeah the season of your natal chiron can be healing and just you'll see like insights as to like different things that you kind of need to work on but if we flip it back i'm gonna circle back i don't know how i do this when i talk the I'm gonna have to title this episode like Chiron and Libra 
and be specific so you actually know what you're like listening to. But the whole with Chiron relationship thing. So my boy, like I've known my boyfriend since I was 16, but we started dating in 2020 and have been together for like three years now with like an off period. And there's like a, I I think about this all the time because like he asked me to prom, he asked me to grad when we were in high school and I told him no because (laughs) I went with my friends. I didn't want to date. Like I just wanted to go with my friends and enjoy myself. And, um, I always think like, what, what would have happened if I said yes? And I went with him and then he asked me to be my girlfriend. Like he asked, you know, like, yeah, did I say that right? If he asked me like, Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then like, what the fuck would I have said? And then would I have been dating him since high school? Like all these other people I know, like that thought crosses my mind all the time. Like what other dimension or like, uh, reality that's in. Cause to me, it's just so weird, but I'm like, I don't know. There's a part of me that I'm really happy that I like, didn't like start dating until I was like, you know, I've had two boyfriends and I'm really happy I didn't start dating until I was like 23 because I feel like I was like a little more mature, but extremely immature at the same time to like handle those things. And like, I'm, I'm very happy like that. I, I waited it and I got to like, I started a business before I had a boyfriend. (laughs) I think I even registered for like an HST number before I had a boyfriend. Like, you know, there's so much you can accomplish though, like outside of a relationship, like for yourself. And I don't know. I just, to me, it's just crazy to think that like there are people that literally they grew up with them age 18 to now and then they're getting married to me it's just mind-blowing but for me it's like for a few years I don't even know how I was navigating life it was just like my trial and error process I'm like a three five projector in human design so that three like it was just a trial and error for a lot of things and then I don't know. I guess it was about four years of like trial and error and like a lot of feeling lost in 2017. And then, then there was the astrology and, um, that like really helped. So it's, it's almost like I've been in a relationship with this, in a relationship with astrology to like help me in a way, like, cause you need something to like lean on, right? Whether you're like, single or in a relationship and your partner and you will like go back and forth with the leaning depending on the day but even if you're just single you need something that like is a support for you um and yeah I guess mine has been has been astrology but I don't know if anyone else listening to this can resonate with the whole like so this episode is about relationships and then family (laughs) and it's like I don't know if anyone else resonates with like not wanting to be like anybody else in their family and wanting to just be different but then like you feel different and you're like how am I gonna do this or like who's gonna help me do this and you're gonna have to like help yourself do it uh or maybe a partner will or maybe it's like religion or maybe it's astrology or maybe it's something else like fitness like who knows like but you'll you'll you, like you'll have something to like lean on to like help you through it but it's that very like black sheep energy in the family. But a Libra once told me, and I'm not sure where this Libra 
read this quote from. I don't know where it is. If you know where it's from, let, let me know because it really does help me. This these words feel like profound in a way. It was like, don't take advice from someone you don't want to be like. And so when I was told that quote, however long ago, whenever people interject advice, even when they're not asked, I just like listen to be polite. And I just like, it's in one ear and out the other. Um, and I really, I really had to apply the don't take advice from people you don't want to be like when it comes to my mom. And then there's that like, that Chiron in the fourth, like, it's just very, it's like, no, you listen, you'll be respectful because it's your parent, but then you're like, yep, not going to listen to you because I won't be like you. <laughs> Cause there's another quote that's like, you are like the peep, the five people you spend the most time with. Right. So that's also just a sense of like look at the circle and like who you're around because you like take in information from them you absorb energy from them like all those things but definitely don't straight up adv- it almost sounds like something joe rogan would say like don't take advice from people who don't want to be like i feel like he would say something like that um but yeah like if you look at someone's life it's even even with like friends it can go with friends too like you can like love your friends but like not want to be like them so you take what people say with a grain of salt right and then this this episode with relationships it's sort of like the it's just what I've witnessed it's like people have been you're born in like the late 90s and you've been with somebody for like years or like you were you didn't you weren't with somebody for like a long time it's it's either I think it's like so fascinating Cause that's what I see with like my friends and my boyfriend's friends and like people that I grew up with. They've either been with someone for years or they're just like, they're just, they're not into relationships. It's one or the other. Um, and some people might say like, oh, well that's just like, that's, that's people. They go either way, but I don't know. There's a large percentage of people that I grew up with who have been together like specifically seven or eight years, right? Because most people, what happens is you, you date them after high school. And then you're like, oh, wow, we're different people. We're growing up. We're going different directions. And then they break up. Like, that's normally what happens. Um, but there's a large amount of people that are still together. And so, like, yeah, with with my boyfriend, he, I'm very happy that we didn't date because I think that we that would have been us. Like, I went to Toronto for school and he went to St. Catharines. And, like, that's just, like, that's not going to work, right? Just that saying that right there is just, like, not going to work, not going to be a thing. Um, and we've discovered that both of our love language is, like, the touch. So that's obviously, like, not going to work. So, but, okay, for the last few minutes, I'm going to go into a little thing about this asteroid Juno. Um because this is another, this is like, you can look at in your chart for like, it's like, it talks about marriage or what, what you look for in like a longer term commitment. And when I was doing synastry charts and stuff, I looked and my boyfriend's Juno is like right on top of my Venus at 23 degrees Gemini. And he's liked me, I think for a very, like very long time. And I just like, I just liked him as like a guy friend at school. I didn't really think much of it because I wasn't into like into I just didn't look at really anybody that way, like having a deep relationship with someone. I was like, yeah, I'm talking to you. You're my friend, whatever. And, but he really liked me. 
And I didn't know what I did. And I don't even think he understands what it is either. But um, I always, it's like this, uh, he sort of always like knew. And then he almost just had to like wait until I was like ready. And then now we've been together for almost three years. And still, right, I ask him like what it is about me. And he doesn't know. But it's the Juno is right on my Venus. It's, I think, a very powerful sinistry aspect. But yeah, it's like, it's, I don't know where I'm going with this, but look, see where your Juno is. My Juno, though, is at one degree of Cancer. So, which he has nothing in Cancer, but he's a Taurus. So there's that like coziness, softness, groundedness, safety, all that sort of thing that comes into play there. Um, but yeah, I don't know where that was going, but let's see where your Juno is. It can be like a fun thing to look at with relationships, but like long-term commitment stuff. It's sort of like the energy you seek from like a long-term partner. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I've explained, I've even explained it to him. I was like, this qualities you seek for in a long-term partner are literally the things that I love to do, which as a Gemini is like, talk to you all the time, ask you lots of questions, send you like 10 minute long voice. Like I send, I'll send like 10 one minute voice notes on Instagram. <laughs> I haven't done that in a bit, but like lots, lots of that. Um, I, I change things up all the time. And then I'm like, I never bore you. I said, I will always keep you on your toes. And like, that's, I think like the key with any sort of Gemini is like, you don't want to be bored and you want someone to like, keep, keep you on your, on your toes, but like also feel like safe with at the same time, but not be bored. So this episode has taken a few different turns, but hopefully it's made sense. I'm going to have to say like the season of your natal Chiron insights for Chiron and Libra, like relationship wound. And then if it's in your fourth house, it can be a family wound or the mom wound. But yeah, astrology helped me in the growing up process because I don't want to be like my family. So I found a new perspective and a new way to live life that feels more aligned so that, I don't know, we can break generational patterns and traumas. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the Don't Tell Me What To Do vibration, there are three different ways. You can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new, for exclusive episodes. Or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.